Good morning to everyone, and as always, peace to the family. Um, starting a little early to morning, as uh, early to morning. See, I'm not awake, obviously. I'm starting a little early this morning in the present moment, as I will be hosting an event with my grandmother, which is a weekly event. Today, somehow, or for some reason feel special, but I'm heading out to the flea market to showcase my uh, crystal jewelry. I actually went out with her last weekend and made a lot of connections with many frequent flyers at the flea market who uh, requested I come weekly so that they could bring their family and friends out uh, to choose uh, crystal jewelry for their family members. Many may not know, but the Berkeley Flea Market is primarily, um, you know, people like to call us minorities. However, after doing research, I came to the realization that we're actually the majority, right? As we all know, most things that we are taught is we've learned things backwards, right? So we need to learn how to relearn things. And I'm saying that to say we've never been the minority. We've always been the majority. So moving on. So this flea market, again, is uh, primarily minorities from the places of Mexico, Central and South America. Um, and we all know that our brothers and sisters from these areas um, are very in tune or were very in tune with the elements as far as herbal healing, crystal healing, connecting with the with nature up until the time that many were converted to Christianity by way of the Catholic religion and um, and once many of them moved up into North America, which is California, which was a majority Mexico before um, it became or was renamed California, which is another story. However, um, many of them took on uh, other religions, which were more prominent in the per se North Americas or the United States. I'm saying that to say, uh, you know, when I'm there, I don't really need to do too much explaining as most of the, um, most of my customers, or I would say my friends, I consider these people as my friends. Um, we, we both have a common goal and my common goal is to provide them with the crystals that they need or that they want or the crystals that call them um, for whatever purpose they may need them for. So um, yeah, again, that's a little early. So I'm having my tea and I'm attempting to wake up. So please bear with me. So basically what I was saying is these people were born into this type of thing as many African-Americans or I wouldn't, you know, Af I don't know if I would want to say African-American. Many of us here 
in the Americas, period, the minority of the Americas, the brown people, the olive colored people, we come from beginnings with spirituality deeply embedded in our daily practice. So um, it's basically like, you know, we recognize each other, especially now that it's becoming a little uh, less frowned upon to be in touch with spirituality for those of us that are getting in touch. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of very, there's a lot of Bible belt, uh, I call them sometimes Bible thumping individuals out there um, that won't even, you know, consider anything outside of their doctrine, which that's fine if that works for them. So anyways, today, uh, when I started my morning, I woke up, I've been up since four, I've been waking up since four o'clock for the last week or so, so I don't really know what that entails. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of numerology research and angel numbers later to see if I can bridge the gap of that, this 4 a.m. wake up call I'm having each day. But here I am, I woke up and um, I laid there for a minute. I knew I needed to start getting up by around seven o'clock to head out to the flea market. And I said, you know, let's go ahead and do the podcast today um, before I head out. So I made my cup of tea, sat down, shuffled my oracle cards as I wanted spirit to lead me. And um, I, I do a one card pull for my um for my podcast. So I pulled a card and the card that came out was love begins. Now, ironically, I've been pulling this card for the last couple of days, right? And I've interpreted it several different ways. Well, in my Oracle deck, this card has the green border, which entails the green border is the emotions, the heart, heart chakra. Green represents the heart chakra, abundance, um, emotions that's what this this uh these set of cards represent so love begins here and when i look at the picture there's a rainbow there's a woman's hand a man's hand and they're holding a copper bowl and they're pouring water from the bowl the bowl they're holding the bowl over the trees in the sky and they're pouring the water into a river surrounded by green freshly growing grass So I sat the card down and I was like, hmm, what is this supposed to mean to me? So I sat back and I thought about my last couple of days and um, some of the experiences I've had, which were pretty intense for the last couple of days. And as I poured my tea, I thought to myself, wait a minute. I want to start with my lock journey as I have have I have locks and I've been locked since 2014. So that's around seven years, 14. 22 one, 22 well seven eight it'll be eight years in march so seven coming upon eight years and we know like you know seven that's a huge number you know seven completion um seven represents one full year cycle so you know seven is a huge number and um when I, what, what inspired me to start my lock journey is I was actually doing what we call searching, right? I was raised 
Baptist, uh, I would say Southern Baptist as my roots go to the deep South here in the Americas. And I um, was raised Baptist, which I learned a lot, you know, because there's a lot to learn. And I still consider many of the teachings um, of the Bible, because if you understand the Bible in a certain way, it speaks a certain language to you. And that's another podcast. But anyways, um, I started to search now, this is when I was working. Um, I've been in healthcare for over 20 years and I was actually working in the emergency room and I was just going through a lot of things in my life. I want to say uh, my mother had passed a few years before. Um, so just a lot of things were going on. Right. And um, I wanted to go to a concert. And one of my coworkers, um, I had invited her, offered to buy her ticket and everything. And the concert I had decided to go to was a Ziggy Marley concert. Um, I had never been to a reggae concert, but for some reason, and we've always heard, you know, when you're ready, things will call you when you're ready and open to receive them. And um, so I was I was just scrolling, looking for concerts and Ziggy Marley stood out. And I had always heard about Bob Marley and heard a couple of his songs. You know, No Woman, No Cry is, is very, very popular. So even if you're not a reggae fan, you've heard that song. So um, the day of the concert, uh, my co-worker couldn't make it. So I was like so nervous, you know, because we're always accustomed to traveling in packs. You know, we're always accustomed to doing things with someone. Um, we've just, we're just, that's just the way we've, we've done things. So um, she couldn't go. And I was like, whoa. And I called one of my other, my cousins and she's like, just go by yourself. And I was like, wait a minute, what? By myself? So, um, okay, so I prepared myself and um, made it to the concert, you know, got out there, was in San Francisco, and it was at the, um, what's the name of the, it wasn't, I cannot remember the name of the, where it was, but it was, it was one of these real, real popular um, um, concert venues in San Francisco. And um, I walked in or whatever. Gosh, I wish I could remember it. I know whenever you go to this place, if the if the concert sells out, they create a special poster for the um, for the individual. Anyways, so I walk in and it's a different vibe. Again, I've never been to a reggae concert, which consists of lots of people, Caribbean people. Many I'm here in the Bay Area, so. Um, we're gentrified. So many of our events are saturated with um, white people, you know, not to say that anything's wrong with white people, but they're, they're in full effect in many areas here in the Bay Area, which is fine. They, they, they cool for what they cool for. So anyways, going through the whole concert, it, uh, we get to the end of the concert and Ziggy is on his last song. And he sends a vibration into the crowd. And you all know what vibration I'm talking about. If you've listened to Roots Reggae, like Burning Spear, uh, uh, Peter Tosh, uh, Gregory Isaacs, if you've listened to any of the, the, the Roots Reggae, you know that vibration I'm speaking of. Buju uses it a lot in his music as well. Um, 
but that he sent it into the crowd and I froze and I couldn't move. Right. And literally whatever that was, it changed me. It did something to me. So moving forward, I ended up going to a chronics concert as well. I'm already at 12 minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to try to get through this. I ended up going to a chronics concert and after the, and now I do know where the chronics concert was. The chronics concert was in Oakland at a place called, it was, Back in the day, it was called Sweet Jimmy's. It's now called the New Parish. So Chronics gave a concert there. And one of my childhood friends invited me to the concert. And I mean, it was just so uplifting. And it did so much for me that after the concert, I immediately told her, I said, you know what? This is it. I'm locking my hair. So it was like the Ziggy concert, the Chronics concert, and I made just the energy and the message that Chronics sent out. It, I received it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm locking my hair. So I went, I made an appointment. I locked my hair, moving forward um, into the live process. So I locked it and, you know, I seen a different me. Each day when I looked in the mirror, because it's a process, right? When you lock your hair, it goes through. Some people call it a, a, a ugly stage. I'm not going to give it that name. I'm going to give it the name of your inner understanding and growth stage, right? Because what happens is while you're looking at the natural transformation of your hair, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see a different you. You see a beauty that you've never seen, right? Because we've spent our lives getting perms, getting wearing wigs. Um, do not to not to say that there's anything wrong with those things, right? Because those things kind of create whatever image that you're going for at that time, or whatever works for you. You know, we've got our hair pressed, we've got our hair permed, we've we've wore wigs. Um, etc. Even adding braid extensions to our hair, just adding things to to us um, that was out of the natural form, right? And again, no shade to that. Um, we Everyone does what works for them. But moving on back to my lock journey. So I started to see myself in a different light. I could see things like beautiful things about my my face structure, my eyes, my skin tone. I could just see them because I wasn't spending so much time focused on my hairstyle, how it laid, how it looked and, and matching my hair against me, right? Now I was looking in the mirror and I was matching me against me because my hair didn't matter because my hair was going through a process and that process was to get my hair to lock which usually you don't um, shampoo your hair again until 90 days. So what you do in between the 90 days is you use essential oils, you spray your, you know, your hair with essential oils because we all know that essential oils have its own microbial properties. So it has the ability to clean your hair, especially things like olive oil and coconut oil. They have properties that can clean your hair without it being saturated in silver water. So you just put a little bit of water in a water bottle, spray it. Tea tree oil is excellent. You know, it's a, it has antiseptic properties and you just spray your hair. So this is what I did 
for um for 90 days and I went back in and my hair was it was locking. I went through the proce process of um at my appointment and when I left I could actually see that my hair had started to lock. So it just it, it in those 90 days it just created and you know I'm big on numerology again. 3s, 6s, 9s, it it it's those are the numbers of the universe and it and they it so that 90 day marker point put me in a whole different light and moving forward I went through a process of just watching my hair go through many different stages and it's almost like my hair mirrored the many different stages I was going through in my life in my growth process um, and also you know the process of getting to a point and falling back a couple steps and picking myself back up and continuing to move forward you know it, it's not about you may have some regressions, right? Or going back to the past or behavior patterns that you may fall back to, but it's about picking back up from those points and moving back forward and just not stagnant and then staying there. So I was able, who I'm getting all excited y'all now, like you see, I'm woke. Let me take a drink of my tea. So yeah, so just speaking about this is, is getting me all excited and energetic because I can just visualize it in my head as I go back and I I, I um, scan through the last seven years and the many different facets of my life that I had to experience. And, you know, all of those experiences were absolutely amazing. Those experiences teach you and prepare you for what's upcoming, right? So I'm taking this back to love, but my, my, the, the card I pulled today of my Oracle card is love begins. So in my life, my love began when I actually locked my hair. I've always heard, you know, other people on their spiritual journeys or, or their self-love journey or just their, their growth journeys. When they lock their hair, they say that it was a, a it, it was a mind changing experience and it was for me because I, you know, some people lock their hair for the style, which that's, you know, everybody does what they want to do that works for them. But what worked for me was the path that I had set for myself, the, the, the seed that I planted in my mind. And I, you know, I did my research and I listened to a couple of YouTubers of a lot of sisters and brothers who started their lock journey. And they basically said the exact same uh, experience that it just, th they grew and they were able to see their hair grow with them together, right? And like now my hair is pretty much to the middle of my back. Oh, well, it's, let me feel, it's passing the midpoint of my back. So it's actually pretty, it has good length. And, you know, it, your hair tells a story, right? It tells, it tells the story. I'm looking at the ends of it. It tells the story of when it started. Some of my ends are still curly. They don't, it's not all the way locked. And I remember that's when I first twisted my hair and I've, I've, um, I've, I have trimmed my hair a little, but not everywhere. Right. Cause just sometimes you, you get pieces that get really thin and you got to cut them off. But then I have some of my original strands that have not been cut nothing's happened to them and again I can just look at 
the journey in my hair. I can tell when my diet wasn't where it needed to be as some of my hair is thinner in some places. I can almost tell when I had stress in my life because it, lo it looks like the hair thinned and I can tell when I pick back up, you know, with my journey of moving forward and healing and my hair started to thicken up. And so that alone, when you can actually walk around with your legacy on you, it just, it does something for your inner growth. So I'm saying that to say, um, in the last couple of, let's see, tw let, we're going to do 30 minutes. So I'm going to try to finish up in 10 minutes. In the last two days, um, here I am seven years later, I, I really had a, a breakthrough. Um, one of my Latino sisters contacted me who I hadn't heard from in a while and we had a really deep conversation and she shared with me how she was actually on her healing journey as well and she was going to be going to Mexico to grab some crystals and hopefully going forward me and her will plan a trip and go back to Mexico so I can grab some crystals and so you know it was really empowering we ended up crying together on the phone, you know, and, you know, I always encourage me being a cancer, you know, I, I'm all for it with emotions. Like I, you know, me, I'm, you got you emotional. I'm showing up. I'm going to get emotional with you, you know? And so it was nice to allow this sister. She just start crying and I didn't really cry, but I was just smiling with joy. And I was like, yes, girl, cry, let it out. And, you know, she thanked me and it was just an amazing um, experience. And then I had went to the grocery store and there was a brother in the grocery store and me and him started chopping it up. I noticed he had some bracelets on and I named all the crystals that he had on his um, on his arm. Right. And um, it, he he just he kind of lightened up. And I asked him, did he have Instagram? Because I wanted him to take a look at my, you know, the crystals that I showcase. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't believe in Instagram. And I was like, well, that's okay. That's okay. <clears throat> Let me just step to the side for a minute and show you. I can pull it up. And so immediately he starts to say like, you know, yeah, I've been going through some things. And, you know, he gave me a little information about himself. And then he also showed me his necklaces that he had like Buddha um, you know, we, we, for those of us who know who Buddha is, um, so he started to go into how he meditates daily. And I was like, yes, yes. And are you doing your breathing exercises? And just the fact that I was able to, um, to connect with him on that level, like his face just brightened up. Right. And he started to say, you know, there's one crystal that I don't have. It's um, it's a it's a rose rose. I said rose quartz, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I just got some rose quartz in like two weeks ago. When are you gonna be back here? Um, when you know, or maybe I can meet you here and bring them to you. He works at this at this grocery store. And um, he was like, well, this is my schedule and blah, blah, blah. But if I'm not here, just leave it with someone and give them my name. And I was like, oh, hey, so I'm going to hook you up a rose quartz bracelet. And then um, I know that you, you know, you're into Buddha. And so uh, I'm going to hook you up a protection bracelet with obsidian and put you a Buddha charm on there. And like he gave me a hug and it was just like a, a, a very 
rewarding exchange of energy because that's what it's all about. This is all about an exchange of energy. So if you're moving in a positive motion, you're exchanging a level of positive energy with a person. But if you're moving in negativity, you're going to be exchanging negativity, right? So back to my Oracle card reading again, love begins. So these are by me taking on the journey of loving myself through um, transformation. Basically, I'm going to say I had a huge transformation because we all know going from a perm and and pressing our hair, just basically going through manipulating something that's natural to leaving it natural. That's a whole transformation, right? That's transformation. So, uh, yeah, so I was just able to begin, you know, once I start loving on myself and loving my journey, I'm able to love other people's journey and also uh, exchange that positive energy with them, right? And so, yeah, um, on my way to the flea market this morning, I'll be dropping off his gift. I'm gifting him because, again, it's all, you know, regard it, it giving gifts you're always going to receive it back like i i am one who believe in the laws of karma i believe in it i some people don't but i do and you know and and we're taught when i was growing up as a child we taught we were taught do unto others as you would have them do unto you same thing same idea it's karma it's all karma so i'm saying that to say this car was huge today love begins because showing it it goes back to like Bob Marley always talked about just love. It's all about love. It really is. But you got to understand what love is. You know, it's, it's bigger than what we think it is. And I can't, you can all, you have to experience it within yourself in order to understand it and to be, and to be able to move forward with it. So, okay, I did it, y'all. I actually did it before 30 minutes. I'm at 25 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up. Um, Again, thank you for joining me this morning. And I'm right on time. It's 7 o'clock. I'm going to get out here and pack my car, finish up my cup of tea, and hit the way, way, as we call it. Freeway, way, way. I don't know. My son called me an old head. I'm going to say the way, way. That's what we said when I was coming up. They got all these new words, but I'm going to keep my words. Anyways, peace to the family and thank you for tuning in for another um, podcast here with Crystal Clear. And again, I don't know if I've ever stated this, but the Crystal Clear name came from um, the fact that I uh, am a crystal jewelry um, person, crystal jewelry. I don't want to say business owner. I don't like that. I would like to say I am... I work with crystals and I love it so much. It's it's so rewarding. Anyways, peace again. And um, till next time, show love. Love is the answer.